Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Man, we're, we're twisted like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Tawalets. Before anything, I'd like to remind everyone to check out my affiliate links. So if you are in the Philippines, I have affiliate links to Lazada and Shopee. And if you aren't in the Philippines, I have an affiliate link to Amazon. Everything can be found on linktree.com slash King. Also, thank you so much uh, for listening to this episode of Tawalets. Please subscribe to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast from. So today's guest, everybody, I'm actually using this podcast now as an excuse to just talk to my friends who I haven't talked to in a really long time and catch up with them. And it's so great because I've had, it's so funny. So I've had Red and Reb on the podcast. And now I have another R in the podcast and I met them all at the same time. But of course, everybody is going through, you know, different changes in their career. Our next guest is actually a cast member of the long-awaited Dresse. And I'm so excited to see it since I started reading the books. Uh, Everybody, let's... Welcome, Ruben Uwe. Hello, Ruben. Hello. Hi, Aaron. How's it Hi, going? Hi, how have you been? My God, it's been like, what, two, three years? Three years since I saw you in LA. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. Yeah. Three years, yeah. Three uh, years ago. I guess the pandemic is like, you know, it, it's, it's two things. One is you feel like time has stopped. So it feels like 10 years in one. But at the same time, it's true. like, oh. Since we didn't do so much, <laughs> you're thinking it just you think it, it just sped through. So yeah, yeah, that yeah. Happened. What have you been up to? Because the last time I spoke to you, um, what were you doing? You were doing a lot of voice acting, um, yes. but now yeah, I, I'm you know you're you're coming out also on screen. I've seen a few of your clips. Of course, mm-hmm. everybody's been sharing it here, Diva. Oh, uh, a few of your clips from different <laughs> shows. So how's good, that been good. for you? What have you been doing? Uh, well, yeah, I think when I first started uh, my career here in LA, I thought I was just going to do theater, which was the same thing that I was doing back there. And of course, people are saying like, oh, eh, kung theater ka, bakit di ka nalang nag-New York, diba? Mm-hmm. But, but I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't know anybody in New York. <laughs> and I had family here in LA. Uh, my parents and my sister settled down in the Bay Area. So, nice. dun sila, and uh, nakatawa kasi, diba, sa Ateneo, MIS ako. So, yung yes. joke is, if I had just gone through with my course, then I would have stayed in the Bay Area because that's where the tech <laughs> people are. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, I first started doing theater and then when I got an agent, the agent was a film and TV, which here in LA we call a theatrical agent. And it was because of her because she was like really enthusiastic at that time and then i signed up with the commercial division and the print division and then the voice uh, division so uh so the screen stuff actually happened first but the projects came in i think in the voice stuff Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah as actors you try it in all avenues you that's kung baga, true. Ano talaga dito eh, Armalite kung Armalite. Talagang machine gun mo lahat ng posibleng avenues. And you you just try to 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 start the fire in one area and see if it spreads around in other areas. So 
So yeah, so hindi siya tipong carefully curated plan na parang, oh, mag-voice ako tapos mag-screen yeah. and, and all those things. No, you just try as much as you can. It's like throwing spaghetti on the wall and you just see what sticks. And yeah, and uh, yeah, you just, you're just trying to get paid. Honestly, yeah. you're just trying to, to get a job and, and see what happens. And you're just trying to be a reliable vendor, so to speak. Isipin mo para siyang wedding. Ano siya eh? Tipong wedding, may DJ... My caterer, uh, uh. my florist. So para siyang ganun. Parang we're in this big thing called entertainment. And then you try to to go in one avenue and then you you see. Bahala you see na where, eh. Yeah, you it's it's the it's the market that decides. You just try your best. Correct. And I remember the last time I talked to you, one of the reasons, because you just said that the reason you didn't go to New York is because you don't know anyone in New York. But I remember you told me it was because the pace of people in New York was so intense for you. <laughs> right. I remember well, that. Eh? Okay, I'm going to be completely honest with myself. Mm. Like, if if I'm going to challenge myself, Nax mental health. Nax. Um, did I say that to protect myself from the regret uh, of not going there? Diba? Pwede rin kasi yun eh. Na parang, making ay, excuses. Diba? Ang, ang, ang Pilipino mahilig sa, hindi, strong ako. O hindi, hindi naman para sa akin yun eh. Uh, but, diba? <laughs> we're, we're so fond of saying those kinds of things. I think the fast-paced thing could work or not work hmm. for you. It, it all depends on you as a person. I, I just feel like you know, and again, if I'm, if let's go back to mental health and things like that, um, we only have capacity and bandwidth. <clears throat> excuse me. Well, bandwidth. Uh, yeah, bandwidth. We only have capacity and bandwidth, I think, for a certain amount of trauma. And I think mm -hmm. like moving uh, from the Philippines to LA was already a big enough change, right? Kumbaga, you needed a few more. Uh, I guess months, years, depending on who you are, to recover a little bit and then make another change. Because my uh, some of my friends have done that. Uh, of course, yeah. not internationally. Like maybe they came from Chicago or Illinois. Uh, well, Chicago is in Illinois. Well, well what I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. like, you, you may have come from New Orleans or whatever place you came from, and then you come to LA. That's still a hard move for, yeah. for Americans, and that's why I know Filipinos are always. Um, we're kind of a little bit insulted with people like, oh, but where did you come from? Where did you come from? <laughs> and then you realize like, oh, they, they ask that question amongst themselves as well. Because you, yeah. you could have come from North Carolina. You could have come from Wisconsin or any other state. And uh, you move to L.A. because L.A. is the Olympics of acting. That's where you go if you want a consistent work. Yeah. And even in the Philippines, it's seen as a hobby unless you are in you're doing TV and, and things like that. But um in, in LA or New York, it's highly possible to be what you call a middle-class actor. Like, what's a middle-class actor? It's the guy who's in CSI. Um, let's say he- Law and the, Order. The week, or Law and Order, or, you know, uh, not the series regular, because those people are making bank. What I'm yeah, saying yeah, is yeah. like the, the, the guy who does theater, and it's like that, uh, what's the name of that actor? I think he was, so when the Steve Jobs movie came out with what's his face? Ashton with, Kutcher. No, the other guy, the 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 Aaron Sorkin one. Ah, See what's his name? Jesse 
Eisenberg. Hindi, hindi yung asa, Ay, yung joke si lang. ano, Sino oh, what's to? his face? Si si ex si Magneto. Ano mga ano? Ah, ah, Fastbender. Si Fastbender 'yon. Si, okay. diba, and then the, uh, I think and he was the guy who was trying to reason with him, right? He was the guy who yeah. wasn't Seth Rogen or Fastbender. And he was the right. third guy. And then he was in Call Me By Your Name. He was the dad. And then ah. he was in The Fish Movie. What's The Fish Movie? Anyway. The Fish Movie. I, I know what water. you're talking about. Shape the one that, yes, yes. He was in okay. all three films. You don't know yeah. his name. I don't know his yeah. name. But then again, I'm bad with names. I can't even remember. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, so so uh, that guy is consistently working, but you do, he doesn't yeah. have to be a household name is what I'm saying. So yeah. uh, sometimes that's all you need. And then you can buy a tesla in a good house uh so it's yeah i was actually saying i was telling someone before i forgot who that one of my idols in acting if i'm gonna look at an idol is tim curry Bakit tim curry tim curry because i looked at his imdb and he's mm-hmm. parang he he accepts everything alam mo hard-working <laughs> actor siya alam mo yun no. nasa garfield 2 or and then some mm-hmm. like weird diba parang oh tim curry was in this but then he had hits also rocky right, horror picture right. diba clue stuff like that so wala lang galing chamba no, actually your your opinion is more the uh, popular opinion here yeah. Uh, dito sa LA, maraming Tim Curry stands. Oh, really? Yeah, hindi kasi nga, di ba? Parang game recognizes game kind of thing. Yes, and parang, yes. Because you can't dictate how the market receives you, but you can dictate how hard you work. Yes. So that's the thing with Tim Curry. He was really good at what he was... Sorry, excuse me. Can you edit that? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's good at what uh, he's good at many things. He's good at being a villain. He was good in Rocky Horror Show. He was good in you know, and uh, yeah, we haven't seen another Tim Curry since, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything? Have you done anything? Because I know there's a lot of work for acting there. Have you done anything that you find particularly fun? Like, have you voiced for a video game or have you? Um... No, ah, oh, gosh. No, I want I want to be in a video game. I've auditioned for a lot. I've had a lot of fun auditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trese could, uh, would be oh, yeah. for me the, the fun thing. And I didn't know it was going to be this huge, like the huge it's reception so it was big. getting now. Yeah. It's and so, so big. So I did it last year. Before the pandemic, I recorded my initial recordings. And then after the pandemic, I did my second recording, this time with a little bit of the animation. And it was good. I was I was stoked for it because it was because it was Filipino. And then when I had my first recording, I was actually with John John at that time. Mm. So uh, I think I recorded first and then he recorded after because, I, you know, his his part was way longer than mine. I'm only in a couple of episodes if if it pushes <laughs> through. And then I saw the names because I think a couple of the episodes were written by Atenistas. Yes. Who graduated the same year I did. And I was like, oh my yes. goodness, like these guys are Sila Mick, uh, Sila Mick are your, I know, batch. Mick, Zig, Zig Marasita Zig. is my batch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your batch mate? Oh my God. <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, what else? Fun stuff. I think when I did the Toyota commercial, that was pretty fun because mm. we went to a crater. I'm not sure if it was no. It's it looks like a crater. I don't know if a, if it's a real crater caused by a meteorite and stuff. But wow, we we went to the desert and you know because I played an astronaut and I yeah. got to wear 
the costume from Interstellar. Ooh. Yeah, one of the costumes of Interstellar. Not the main costume, but the last one when I think his daughter was old. And I think right. he went back in the ship to try to get Anne Hathaway's character back in the ending. So that suit was the one I wore. I don't know wow. if it was Matthew McConaughey's suit himself. Oh. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was that very same costume. And that was pretty cool. Although walking in the desert with a really thick costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that awesome. was cool. Um, and about yeah. I'm guessing you, you know, that's what comes Yeah. I want to ask you about Trese. Did you know about Trese at all before you worked on it? No, I did not, if I'm be honest. Mm. And I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, fans, because yeah. I know there's a lot of like real fans who <laughs> are obsessed with the material from way back. Yeah. But I did not. And and when got cast in the show, yeah, like I read like uh, uh, an issue, a couple of issues, just, just enough for me to... Because I don't want to come it. in with like preconceptions and preconceived notions as to how to play the character I played, which I'm not going to say yet because I think it's plot related. So I, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll keep it for, for the release. But yeah, it's uh, the, con- <laughs> the concept of, of like, it's pretty cool. And then to have a strong female lead mm-hmm. is, is awesome as well. And then to have the, there, there are strong Filipino themes like legacy. Because, yes. you know, it's passed down through generations. And then at the same time, I think horror is is one of the most underrated. I feel like what Marvel Comics is to American cinema is what horror is to Filipino, to Filipino uh, stories. Because, because now there's animation and possibly, you know, 3D CGI. You know, back then when there was this really bad Captain America movie in the 80s or early 90s, I forget, and then you Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you're like, ah, kailang kaya magiging okay yung special effects to the point now we can do these films. And then now we're here at that age. And I we're feel here. like, yeah, Filipino horror stories. And I feel like that's why a lot of them were comedic a little bit before. Kasi nga, halatang rubber, <laughs> <diba>? prosthetics. <laughs> so parang you kind of need a little humor to kind of balance the flavors a little bit. Because what you're seeing on screen is a little silly. So, okay, let's make it a little silly because it, it follows. But now we can go all out scary and horrific. And and yeah, I can't wait to see the final product. My budget na tayo, basically, to be able to support, do. Because I think it, yeah. they what they... I think it was originally pitched to be live action, but then I think mm. Netflix Japan really wanted, I'm not sure, but that's just what I heard through the grapevine. They're the ones who pushed it like, no, there's huge, there's a huge potential here for animation. And I'm like, yeah. oh, hell yeah, because uh, Filipinos have always, like we, we've had artists, right? Always outsourced. Marvel, yeah, there's Lionel Francis Yu, there's... Um, uh, the guy who was it Jerry Alanginan who yes. created Bishop, yeah. So we've always had a history of Filipino artists, and then we have um, Ronnie Del Carmen, yeah, who was working yeah. for Pixar and is now working for Netflix. We've always had a huge history of animation and of talented people who worked in animation and comics and stuff. So I think this is just very apropos. Yeah, and parang and I, I think a lot of people have been waiting for it also. I was so excited when they announced that they were turning it into a show. I haven't read all the books, but the whole idea of, you know, Philippine mythology 
put mm-hmm. on in a graphic novel. It was so interesting to me. And I like what you said earlier na our earlier horror movies kasi were kind of silly. Because recently I watched Shake, Rattle, and Roll 2 again. or The one with the Undin. Did mm-hmm. you get to see that? so ridiculous like I was supposed to talk about it after watching it and I was just like what's, what's this and then they have toys pala of the undin did, did you know that they're toys like dolls of oh that my undin goodness. man we're, we're twisted like that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but but it's just so ano kasi nga diba parang na, even today diba we're, we're still a little superstitious when it comes to super you know, and it seeped into our version of Catholicism right like yeah I think um, one of the directors I worked with, Dexter Santos, is obsessed with these life, life-size models of saints and statues Ooh. and, diba? Yeah. yeah and Religious the, icons are huge here. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's something in the air too. Like, it's it's weird. I don't know if it's the humidity or whatever, but it, you can just <laughs> feel it in your skin. It's not like that. And then mahilig tayo sa third eye. Oh, yung third eye mo, bukas na ba? Yeah. Aura yeah. and stuff like that. So. It's a very religious slash uh, supernatural culture that we have here. Diba? White ladies right. and like the scariest movies, movies or things I've seen on TV is still magandang gabi bayan Halloween edition. <laughs> that really freaks. It's still the worst. Oh yeah, I used to get so spooked with those shows. And I was like, because if you, you live there, diba? Things, no, how yeah. can they talk about these things so calmly? Like, ay multo. And I was like, yeah, let's say where you live, yeah. diba? Sa isang maliit na barangay, sa Mandaluyong. And you're like, oh, I'm in Mandaluyong. Actually, the funny thing is, I actually had a concept for a show, like, <laughs> so it, this is for you know now that I'm an immigrant right I'm here in the yeah. states like what if our monsters also immigrated and then they're kind of <laughs> by the western monsters so like uh, you know and then it's like them banding together and then they deal with their Filipino crab mentality and things like that <laughs> that's <laughs> like, really cute huh? stick together instead of <laughs> pulling each other down and then you have a monster that wants to to kind of be in the Western monster crowd. That's so cute. Oh, oh. Parang mas okay yung ginagawa ni Dracula. Oh, tapos si Dracula pala parang ni-lead on siya. High school pa rin. Why? Oh, high, high school. school ganun. Kasi nga I want to be cool like that. Pero <laughs> Like you thought I'd, I'd uh, you, you thought I'd go for you. You thought I'd date you. You were a half whatever. parang she'll learn her lesson. Because it's not what you are on the outside. Whatever. So what? So what if I get cut in half? Accept yourself. So you envision this as a teen thing? As a teen? yes. Oh no, man. The best stories are still uh, no teen related. Parang Riverdale, pero... Yes. <laughs> CW. Ganon. 
CW. Or Supergirl. <laughs> diba? yeah. Mas nakakatawa kasi kung yung adults yung ano, pero yung yung story nila pang high school pa rin. <laughs> De joke. Mas okay yung Riverdale. Parang ano. No, the CW has been making, I don't know, strange calls. Like Powerpuff Girls. I mean, I don't know if it's out yet, but you heard about that. They're making oh, a yeah, live action the, the Powerpuff life. Girls. Yeah. It's strange. <laughs> it's strange. I don't know what to expect. for Chloe, what's her face? What's her name? See, I'm so horrible with names now. Um, Chloe, I have no idea. The one from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think she'll be playing one of the... Who's Asian? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, she's half Asian. Nice. <laughs> What's been going on for you there? I mean, um, I know that there are major issues like, well, AAPI, am I right? AAPI just finished or something? Yes. Tama ba? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you grew up here. So yes. adjusting to, because I think Phil Ams and Filipinos have different views on, right. you know, on. And, and different experiences in general. So right. how has it been like for you to adjust to that? Because now you are, of course, part of that group. Yes. The, funny you ask that because um, I've actually started to... So I was in a sketch group here in the Philippines, here in LA called uh, Panple Fridays. So it was um, spearheaded by Jitonji and then she got like... Oh, wow. Yeah, so we our head writer at, was Rodney Toe, who's now in the Jokoy film. And we were going to do like a Filipino-style uh, Saturday Night Live. Wow. Um, but although it wasn't live live, and I, I was actually the news anchor for, you know, the comedic news and stuff for our version of the Weekend Update. But that, it had its life. So we've all moved on to different projects. But now I'm kind of... I conceptualized my own sketch, filmed sketch show, and my inspirations were Key and Peel, mm. um, the Kim's Convenience cold opens specifically, because I wanted my sketches to be short and funny and so we can play different characters like Key and Peel, and the digital shorts, the SNL digital yeah. shorts of Andy Samberg, because I feel like Filipino humor is a little nihilistic. There's right. fatalism, nihilism, and I feel like we vibe a lot with Japanese comedy as well because they're also fatalistic. My mm -hmm. theory, and I'm not an anthropologist, I'm not a sociologist or whatever scientist is working on human behavior. This is just my theory because okay. we're both islands. Well, you know, the Philippines is, a, is an archipelago. Japan is a huge island with little islands as well. And then we're subject to all of these these typhoons and hurricanes and stuff. So I feel like our humor has affected that maybe because we can die anytime because of these typhoons. So we're kind of yeah. trying to find the absurd and things like that. Uh, and, and Key and Peel, I think, vibes with me. And so my goal is now to find the through line between local Filipinos and diasporic Filipinos. Yeah. Uh, global Filipinos, because I understand the pain of a local Filipino because we feel left behind a little bit. Like, oh, these Philams, these um, Australian Filipinos and British Filipinos, they don't... They don't even speak the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but now that I'm here, now that I've, I've settled down with the Filipino-American community, I'm part of an actors group called Philippinex Actors Barcada. And 
to be honest, only two of us are fluent in Tagalog. Two, three of us. Mm. But why is that, right? It's because their parents didn't teach them uh, oh. Tagalog. And I've now realized like, oh, I've pushed this down. I'm Chinese Filipino. I'm not right. fluent in Mandarin. I'm not fluent in Hokkien. Um, right. So my wife is Taiwanese and her mom, because Taiwanese Hokkien and Filipino Hokkien are are close. They're mutually. Para silang Cebu Bisaya and Ilongo Bisaya. Ganong kalapit. And so I didn't learn. Why? Because my parents wanted me to have an uncomplicated childhood. Just grow up Filipino. Right. If if you want to learn the language in the future, you can. And I'm like, it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah, it's now not. I'm trying to brush up on my Mandarin. So it's the same. So I have a unique point of view because I was also being Chinese Filipino and having to deal with having to let go of my, you know, one of my original heritages. And then dito pa sa America, di ba? We've, mm -hmm. being colored people, we're already fighting an uphill battle, right? So if you yeah. have a certain, if you have a little bit of an accent, it reinforces people's stereotypes of you. And so the the thinking back then was to break the stereotypes by acting more, more of the dominant culture, which is the white culture. Yes. But now we're realizing that it doesn't matter. You can assimilate all you want. They'll still think of you as other. So yeah. now it's the the other direction. Let's just embrace who we are. So there's a huge uprising. There's a huge movement with the Filipino American community to go back to their roots. But now that they're trying to go get back to their roots, of course, it's not going to be a smooth journey, right? Yeah. There are going to be mistakes made along the way because you're it's learning is trial and error, right? Yeah. And so I feel our pain the local Filipinos, I feel their pain. Well, now that I'm Filipino here in America, I also feel their pain of wanting to go back. So my passion now is to bridge the gap between the two. Yeah. So, you know, and, and so, for example, like this first sketch of mine is just basically about a debate between two guys about Sinigang. Okay. So because that's one <laughs> thing that wh what whatever kind of Filipino you are, your family has a debate about what sinigang is best is it yes. pork is it salmon is it is it whatever so keep on yeah so that's that's basically the the thing i i want to make because uh, that's what i love about key and peel they're able to talk about african-american issues but through the lens of humor so they can make social commentary about it and make it resonate with everybody without having to make people go up in arms about it so that's the same thing i'm also planning to write sketches about how we're obsessed about the foreign filipino so to speak the guy the bruno mars who has a quarter blood is it a quarter or half yeah but then the full-blooded filipino american we ostracize for yeah. me that's such a funny dynamic because <laughs> It's like, this is the full-blooded guy. We need to welcome him back to the fold. But then we we would rather welcome the Rob Schneiders who don't care about their heritage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Rob Schneider, you're Filipino. But you, brown Filipino-American, you are not. And I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> and we're such a gatekeeper -y society and culture. I wanted mm. to comment about that as well. Like, we're so obsessed with gatekeeping. Oh, sorry, sorry if I'm talking too long. Um, no, go, go, go. So one thing, for example, like, do you know that Filipinos are bigger grammar police than the white people? 
Like, yeah, so for one, sure. one, one of the things that I was so, because for them, it's just their language. And if it evolves, if it evolves for us, we're so sticklers for the rules. So for example, like one of my pet peeves is differently versus different. Cause like Apple, right? Think different. And I was yeah. like, think differently. Uh, 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 think differently. Um, but then that's just how they would say it here. It hits different. Yeah. You think different. You did it perfect. And I'm like, perfectly. But <laughs> if that's yeah. how it's going to evolve, that's how it's going to evolve. But but for us, it's gatekeeping. Oh, you're a bad English speaker. You must be uneducated. But <laughs> eh, paano kung si Elon Musk na yung nag, ano, nag, nag, nag wrong grammar. Oh. Alam kong South African siya, pero ano, dahil lang puti, pwede na. Right. Oh. So that's one thing that I want to comment about as well. I didn't know that you were starting to write sketches. How long have we you been writing? We filmed it, actually. Red's oh. in it. Some of my friends are in it. It started off as just something to do. But then I re because of just what you said, like I was like, there's a huge... One thing that I'm jealous of are the, the relationship between the Korean diaspora and the local Koreans and the mm. Chinese diaspora and the local Chinese. And... For some reason, there's a synergy between them. Uh, and even though they feel like it, there's a distance, but they're really trying hard to bridge that distance. With us, we're more than happy to rip each other to shreds. And I find that such a wasted opportunity. So even just through the lens of pragmatism, right? How are just convincing Hollywood to invest more in Filipino material? How are we going to do that if we're too busy fighting each other? Right? Money talks. Yeah. How can we find a way for us to be this one monolithic, huge, united front? So that, because that's how the Latin people, right? Uh, they, that's how they broke through Hollywood. They're like, we, we want our own stories, right? But how can we do that if we don't even agree on what stories we like? So right. that's why I'm now passionate. Well, let's find a thing that all of us like. And with that, let's bridge the gap and let's start supporting each other and, and helping each other because there's just so much we can do for this world, in my opinion. Yeah, I love what you said. And actually, I feel like you can even talk about that more. So what I'd like to do is mm -hmm. I'd like you and I to make a poem together. A poem about together. A poem, yes, about the global Filipino. So we're going to start, someone can start the poem. And then if you have nothing more to say, we just kind of gesture to the other person to continue. And we will continue it in the same rhyme and meter. So there will be rhyme, a and, rhyme meter. and meter. Oh, oh. So ngayon, um, what we're going to do is we're going to... So we're gonna, uh, no, we're gonna be doing an improvised poem right now about the global Filipino. Yeah, because I feel like we could talk about it. We're gonna do it in the same rhyme and meter. So we're, that's it. That's all we're gonna do about the global Filipino. Yeah? Are you ready? Yes? Okay. The global Filipino. What is the problem that we all have with Filipinos? all around the different lands. Why is it that we cannot unite? When we have all had the same plight. The power of the Pinoy, whether you're a girl or a boy or even trans, we tend to tear each other apart 
when we're all beating the same heart. Every Filipino all over the globe find a way to rise up, no matter which road. And so instead of thinking of all our differences, maybe we should start building and tearing the fences. We have many people for us to be proud of, but I think what's more important is to be made aware of the fact that none of us are really different from one another, which is why I think we should bond with each other. If we one thing that all oh go ahead <laughs> inspire um, God. yeah yes go yes if we all complain that our kababayans abroad only talk about food like adobo and lumpia then maybe we should be the ones to tell them of the others of the Bicol expresses and the what other food? National Fathers. And... <laughs> well, you get the point. There. Okay, continue. We have heroes to look up to every single day. And it's not that difficult to see them any other way. The Filipino is a Filipino no matter where you are. And yeah. that is why, whether you are a Pinoy near or far, whether it's Jose Rizal or Carlos Bulosan, there are Filipino figures that we should follow. <laughs> My rhyming game is like... <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <sighs> I love it though. We were able to do it. We were able to make a poem. I love it. So yeah, there. That's all I wanted to do with you, Ruben. I just wanted to catch up, ask how you are, mm. do some improv with you. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed. I am, you know, I, our listeners are going to be so excited to hear your voice on Tresa. So yay. Right. So happy that yay. you made well, time for, you for us here. Thank you for having me. And congratulations on this show. This show is super awesome. It's, uh, it's shedding light to uh, what we're doing. Yeah. And I really wish you the best of luck with all your sketches and, you know, putting together, bringing together the local Filipino and the diaspora. Yes. Because that's something very interesting. Yeah. And if you have any ideas, uh, shoot them my way. <laughs> Let's try to shoot. Yeah. Uh, the, the goal is to eventually make it like an incubator for Filipino artists. And Sana, if we can, like, come mm. back home and do some stuff there, then, you know, then the unity will be complete. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks so much, Ruben. And thank you so much to all the listeners for spending your time listening to this episode. Once again, please check out the affiliate links of this podcast and follow us on Tawalets on Instagram. So again, if you want the affiliate links, please click on linktree.com slash King and follow our Instagram. So thanks everyone and enjoy the rest of your day. Yee.
So before we go, quick shout out to my friends at Kumu. If you don't know what Kumu is yet, it's a live streaming app for Filipinos by Filipinos. And I'm on it every Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. and also every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Download Kumu now. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia. For more info on the shows and the network, visit Podcast Network Asia's social media or visit www.podcastnetwork.asia. Also by Podmetrics. Track your podcast stats across multiple platforms to have a full view of your audience and clout. Sign up and create your account for free at podmetrics.co using our code TAWALETS. Thank you so, so much for joining me on another episode of Tawalets. Really, guys, I appreciate that you are listening to this. It's insane. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>